You're listening to Redemption Cast Season 3, Episode 12, Provider. Unprepared for the flood of business brought in by advertising, the Angel Investigations crew splits up to cover more ground and ends up being spread too thin for its own good. I'm Stephanie. I'm Kimberly. I'm Illyrio. And I'm Bianca. Hey, hey Bianca. Bianca. Hi. No awkward pause. <laughs> you knew what to say your name. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, we are here for our uh, quarter quell. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> four times we record a year uh, <laughs> and we're uh, about halfway through season three uh we're on episode 12 uh provider and uh yeah this is this aired way back at the beginning of 2002 we're officially in the year 2002 we're back from our winter break and uh I also have to say that uh, this this episode uh, has a lot to do about worrying about money, and um, so was another episode of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which uh, aired about the same time. Can um, the newbies guess the episode of Buffy where she may have been worried about money? Nope. That was the episode <laughs> after Joyce dies when uh, she's at the bank trying to figure out money stuff and the person at the bank is being a horrible bitch to her. Um, that was, I believe, gone, but this was, the episode that aired this week was Double Meat Palace. Oh, oh yay! God. The penis monster. <laughs> so yeah, Angel and Buffy were all about budgets this week. <laughs> so, I guess maybe that was on the writer's stuff, minds. <laughs> so... Uh, oh, uh, I should say, uh, Bianca, um, uh, you sound like you are a person that's watched Angel several times already. Um, just once. I actually started watching Buffy um, six years ago was when I first started. Same with us. Because... Yep. <laughs> I know. I know. That's how I found you. <laughs> uh, I started watching the show and... Um, I couldn't believe that I had never seen it before, but uh, I worked at a public library, so I was able to get all of the seasons on DVD, like, one after the other after nice. the other. Nice. And I, like, mainlined it, but I had to with, so I had looked up podcasts, and I found you guys, Woo-hoo! and Yay. I realized that you were still on season one when I was on, like, season five or something, yeah. <laughs> but um, I still listened along because it was great and in the past six years you've seen me through two internships two jobs three apartments we knew um, you could do it we had a grad school <laughs> holy crap that's great so yeah i i didn't realize that buffy and angel were airing at the same time so i had watched all Buffy first, and then all of Angel after it. 
well, most of Angel after it. There's a period where I was like, I'm not watching this storyline, but, <laughs> you know. Interesting. You guys will cross that bridge. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, it's in the future. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I hope it has nothing to do with Fred Gunn. Wesley. Oh my god. Uh, Can we get right to the creepy to McCreeperton yes. part? I know I'm skipping. Which creepy McCreeperton part? The part where Gunn is just sitting there staring at Fred. The hot mama. The hot mama. He's being such a creep to her, dude. Barf. Soften your eyes, man. That was way too intense. Soften your eyes. He's going to stare at her hard. Like, oh. <laughs> it was not cool. Yeah, but yeah, well, I think I mean, yes, I think it was a little over the top, but I think the point was that there's going to be competition, they're going to be competing uh-huh. against each other for her attention and affection. This is a stupid storyline. Yeah. It is definitely <laughs> a sad one because, you know, Angel, uh, you know, was out of the scene, and Wesley and Gunn really kind of formed a good friendship. They were there for each other when Angel was being a jerk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now, of course, we have this uh, we have this new girl that is, uh, you know, here. And unfortunately, uh, they're they're both they both seem to be pretty uh, obsessed with her. Robin. Are you being a misogynist and blaming Fred? I am. If this girl never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> They would be besties for life. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's sad that uh, it's sad that they're. This, you know, it seems like we're going down this path. Yeah, next, you're yeah. gonna say you don't like Fred because you preferred when Bill Murray played the character. Uh. It's true. All right, current events. Zoom. Um, it's okay. Hey, there was, was a Ghostbuster shout out oh, in this episode. Gotcha. Yeah, there was. There really was Did a Ghostbuster shout out. That was great. <sighs> Um, hey, was that was that is that me not recognizing people properly? Was that the comedian? Yes, that's the comedian. That is um, Papa Winchester. Uh, Papa Winchester. Yes. Oh, John Winchester, Denny Duquette. Let me go over and over. This guy, Jeffrey D. Morgan, is a fine wine. Let me yeah, yeah, I was I surprised how young he looked. I he looks like, so cute oh, and chubby. Uh, he looks so cute and chubby in this role. Yeah. He looks better now. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't as like rugged and hot as I was expecting. Uh, I saw it as his name in the credits. So did I. I was like, what? This is going to be great. And then I saw him, I was like, oh. <laughs> he, has, he has to grow into his look. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as did I. I. Love as me did I. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. He is yeah, so hot. Looking for a watch instead of a yellow eyed demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is pre uh, a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. I mean, and I think, what did he get? He, he did a stint on Grey's Anatomy. Anime yeah, I think Gordon's Anatomy. He, he was great. He was great. He got a lot of attention for that role. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's when I fell in love with him. Yeah. Okay. I'll stop. And, now. Uh, of course, in the final season of The Good Wife. Yes. Did you watch that? the end of that with him in it? I sure did. Yeah, he was, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I would fall for that. Uh-huh. Just standing there with the, taking the glasses off and staring at Juliana Margulies. 
a little easier yes, than John stares at Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, what was his character's name? It's Tom Ryan. So Tom Ryan was not out name. of the closet at work. <laughs> I know. Oh, is that what you think was going on? Well, I was, was expecting. To me. I was expecting them to say that it was his son who was murdered by vampires. And it that was would have put a nice friend. parallel, you know. Friend in quotations. Yeah. Exactly. There was like an implied. Yeah. This watch was the first gift he gave his friend. Yeah. See, because I didn't know he was quote unquote friends, I thought he was going to say it was his kid. You know, I bought this watch. It's the first thing I ever bought my kid. Right. Um, and I thought that would be a nice kind of parallel for Angel to then, you know, decide to help him because he's motivated by his son. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of like as if both their moms were named Martha. You know, they would then be friends forever. Um, <clears throat> so, or his wife. yeah. So I, I was still hung up on. Oh, they should have made uh, the person who died his son, and I didn't even catch the uh, the non heteronormative uh, thing. That's pretty awesome. Well, yeah, it was. It was kind of vague. It was just floating yeah, out there. No, I was mm-hmm. like, why didn't they just? you know say it like why why of yeah the well it was 2002 how many years had will and grace been on the air at this point well 2002 they would have been jumping all over having a geek yeah because you know that's true oh well i guess they missed their chance or maybe they wanted it vague for a reason like i said maybe maybe his boss didn't know mm. and he was just used to being vague uh-huh. um the writer of this episode uh is scott murphy um who is this person only, well he, <laughs> he, he was uh, doing a little story editing uh last season he did carpe noctum the one with the old guy switches bodies uh-huh. uh, <laughs> he wrote that he wrote that one and then he wrote this one and then he's not on the show anymore <laughs> Oh. Um, well, I what can see why, because this episode is a piece of shit. Oh, <laughs> really? It was on the Clone Wars movie, <laughs> the Star Wars animated Clone Wars movie, and then uh, it does a long stint on uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars series. Didn't get pushed, put into the unemployment line, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, I like this episode. I thought it was good, mm. but just like... Why why did everybody have to go in these three different directions? Because uh they got blinded by cash. Uh-huh. Angel got yeah. greedy, right? And with that greed it, it clouded his judgment. Yeah. And uh yeah, sure, you can take our uh wafy uh sidekick who suffers from post traumatic stress <laughs> and uh have her go do this thing. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll send the uh non violent uh lover of jazz. As, as 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 a translator, <laughs> nothing bad will happen. Illyrio, fifty thousand dollars is fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, but fifty thousand dollars doesn't immediately turn you stupid. They were not being very smart. The money was in a briefcase. That's true. By the way, is that like the thinnest briefcase you've ever seen on a show? That was wheelie thin. Yeah. It was way for a thin. Maybe the money was in thousand dollar bills. Maybe. I mean, they should have just said, "Here, go to this banana stand over here." 
Um, so, gosh, we we should like concentrate on one of these plots at, at once, and, okay. and then uh, which one do you want to start with? A zombie boyfriend. We're kind of going scattershot. Okay, zombie boyfriend. Uh, I recognize him from oh, previous yeah, Buffy, we can right? Feel like, uh... What was that, Bianca? I was just thinking we can be like um, investigating Mars. A plot, B plot, C plot. Oh. <laughs> Um, well, you know, we could do that. Uh, <laughs> this guy's been on um, Buffy before, right? The zombie boyfriend? I remember like being in a bunch familiar. of... He's like a character actor in a bunch of things. Because he always plays like a jock. Hmm. His name is? I noticed sure. he played... Uh, he was on Six Feet Under. He was... Um, he was a cop. He was oh, yeah, he's part- boyfriend. He's partner. Was, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, partner. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Eric Bruscotter. Yeah. yeah, he's done a lot of parts, but he looks a bit he like was that. Cooter Menkins. He was what? Cooter Menkins. I'm oh, I know what I recognize him from. He was in Starship Troopers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he was Breckenridge in Starship Troopers. That's where I know him from. There we go. All if right. your headshot's black and white, go fuck yourself. Okay, just a little bit of advice. <laughs> your headshots are being color. It's twenty fucking sixteen. Don't be an idiot. Maybe hell, go fuck yourself. Sorry. Aww. Aww. Sorry, but hey, you know, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't apply these rules equally to everyone. So, you went to Lauren. <laughs> who here thought she'd killed him? Oh, that was a shock. To me. I was like, I don't remember. Yeah, I didn't remember that either. Yeah. I didn't care. That was a good <laughs> twist. Oh, well, what'd you think about our hair, Kim? Um, well, considering I probably have the same hairdo. I <laughs> I gotta find a picture. I'm sure I do. It was very feathery. It was very, very late nineties. It was very Melrose like, Place. You say it was 2002? Yeah. Yikes. It was very Melrose Place. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And like everybody had their hair like that. People from like 15 to 50. And I was just like, ugh. Everybody did their hair like that. She's from, from Alabama. Can y'all tell? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell that at all, man. Uh, like when she said... Uh, when she was describing uh, Fred, she was like, yeah, I think she was a Texan. I was like, how can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought when she was describing her, she had the hots for, for Fred, too. And I was like, please do not do this. The three oh. of them are going to fawn over her, but it oh, didn't yeah. happen that way. No, thank you. <laughs> So, yeah, so Gunn and Wesley go back to this girl's apartment and kind of stake it out, do a stakeout, and then, of course, it is, he shows up, and he's a zombie. And zombies apparently don't eat flesh in this universe. No. Nah. They're just desperate for love. Yeah. Man, they, they, they can concentrate more on vampires. They don't know the zombie ins and outs. Right. That's why they got it all wrong. Um, so, yeah, after he tries to break in like a regular Romero zombie, um, uh, 
uh, he then just sits and pouts. <laughs> I thought this whole storyline was so ridiculous. Second <laughs> of it. it got yeah, me so I, mad. Well, I was like, is she was she sent to uh, distract Wesley and Gunn from something? I, I don't know. Let's go. Might have been too smart and interesting uh-huh. for this episode. <laughs> so yeah, the 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 zombie and the girl get back together, even though it turns out that it sounds like she poisoned him to get rid of him. Yeah. I guess yeah, uh, geez, he's undead and still alive. <laughs> yeah, she's not going to be punished for this at all. Just so make her a zombie to me can live together forever. Yeah. I suppose. <clears throat> Boring. I don't know. I mean, she Next. should have brought up on charges. Next storyline. Um, <laughs> Denny Duquette and the Watch mm. of Ultimate Gayness. <laughs> <laughs> can we take a moment and recognize what an idiot Angel is to confuse a Timex for a Rolex? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they have an X at the end? I don't know. Uh, Seriously, guys, I'm beginning to think Angel's illiterate. (laughs) (laughs) He only knows gems of antiquity. (laughs) He put an orb of Thessala in front of him. (laughs) Yeah, Gem of Amara, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I suppose. That's like a new trend. What did you say, Robin? You cut out. That's like a new trendy thing in the, the scope of his life. You oh, know? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought it was uh I thought it was pretty funny that he confused the Timex for Rolex. Um man, he's just got dollar signs in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Obsessed with money. I a little too say over that... to the top. Pardon? A little too over to the top when he was counting the coins at the beginning and putting in a piggy bank, I'm like, oh we get it. We yeah. get it. This is valuable <laughs> that could have gone to waste. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You guys are big fan of that uh Boucher? <laughs> they <laughs> Angel and Cordy into the camera. Doing some Boucha Bouches? No. Yeah, I don't know. Happy Angel was a little weird for me this episode. And they had him in like the lightest shirt I think he's ever worn. <laughs> a nice dull gray. <laughs> yeah. Like that weird slate color, like soft dad look. Yeah. yeah. So the two of them are like de facto parents? I suppose. Well, he's definitely the parent. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, Cordy is, yeah, she's really taken on the mom role. Like, even at the end, the last scene, I was like, oh, this is adorable. But. Yeah. Anyway. It's probably like, probably my favorite part of this episode is that last shot. Yeah. Not just not just because the episode was over, but because yeah, I was about to say, Kim, probably because the episode was over. <laughs> I like that Lauren's made the best of it, and he's uh, made a new drink of baby formula and Kahlua. <laughs> yeah, that was something. <laughs> Desperate that you couldn't go out and buy something. <laughs> it was late, late night. It's broke. It's club shut down for the. Third time. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's the priority of uh, of making money, helping the helpless, or finding Holtz. And uh, we got a little bit of Holtz in this, too. Yeah, it was kind of uh-huh. neat to see him 
but not directly involved with the storyline. Yeah. Just a couple of... We're checking, checking in, in, yeah. Brainwashing just uh-huh. <laughs> He's playing on her despair and wants her to go find more people like her. Yeah. Yeah, how do you guys feel about her? I, I can't remember what you said about Justine before. Seems like um, a nice slayer. Kind of more crazy than uh, on, on than this... Destined. Keep thinking you're stopping the podcast. I apologize. <laughs> if it, please, feel feel free to finish what you're saying. I'm sorry. No, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> On this watch, this is the first time I watched it, and I knew the trivia that they were going to. They were originally planning for Kate to be in this role. I thought that so because when I first saw her, I even did a double take. I'm like, is that Kate? Then I was like, no, because Robin said we'd never see her again. So. I, I honestly thought, oh, they probably wrote this for her. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I, I told you this already. But yeah. You did? <laughs> well, well, it was, it was, it was like eight weeks ago, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was a while ago. Okay. Um, I don't listen to anybody. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's something for me. It's like I can't get it out of my head. I'm like, oh, man, this would have like – this would this is cool and everything. You know, I don't mind Justine, but it's like – um, I think it would have meant a lot more to me if it was Kate. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. Happy to see her go, but being brought so back like out. this we've, would be awesome. We've met Justine before? Yeah. 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 See, I don't even remember her. I mean, it was brief. Uh-huh. Holt recruited her after she killed a couple vampires. And, oh, and she yes, hates okay. them because they yes. killed her sister. Yes, yeah. yes. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. She was very, um, Faithy to me. Yeah. Faithy? Yeah, very faithy. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically this little plot line is that uh, we're just establishing, you know, Holtz is not not into uh, uh, recruiting demons for his cause because he's demons. So uh, Justine's helped to recruit more people to uh, shove nails through their hands. Yeah, I was just going to say, why did he nail her hand to the table again? To test. Just to, to show us a point? To test her resolve, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's freaking crazy, right? He's yeah, a zealot. I think so. Yeah. I mean, he murdered those demons with junk food. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. No more Sajan. Yeah. To come, like, sell us Oku. Yeah. It's really just Holtz and his, uh, and his, uh, recruit. And I guess, so he's getting her to get more people like her? Is that what I got from the episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so does this imply that Charity knows people like her or that she's going to go out and find them? Think both. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's well. like go forth into the night and find sad, helpless people like yourself who can yeah. kick ass. Yeah, I guess not helpless, but you know, the closer to faith, the better. Yeah. Um, the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I 
think they could have solved that on their own. Because it just looked like you're putting shapes together into a shapes pyramid. together. I was like... Yeah, Couldn't well, that's the thing. Anybody do this? They, they can solve that on their own, yeah, but they're they're looking for the correct brain that can put together. Yeah, when I realized I had this episode, I was like, which one? And I, I had to look it up to remember what it was, and I was like, oh, that's the one where Fred's like, oh, gee, Mr. Alien, I sure can't fix your puzzle. <laughs> like, it would be very exciting because, oh, my. <laughs> New golly. Like, oh. Got all these prime numbers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? Well, I like when they bring her there, she's immediately into the puzzle. Yeah. Like, yeah. she doesn't even. With her <laughs> book. The part that I hated yeah. the most was when Lauren is dropping on them and they're like superimposing. Oh the my photo. god! The world's worst Photoshop artists. The MS Paint job. And then the way that they zigzag across zigzag. her neck that they're gonna cut. They will use the Franken stitch. Lauren <laughs> can understand us, but the viewers can't understand us. So how can we best communicate? <laughs> well, I mean, they have the subtitles and everything yeah. that just. That oh, horrible visual was It just... was just terrible. <laughs> it was so over the top, like hammering it over our heads. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this episode. And that's where I, that is the No, no, I no, no. Out. You were done when Cordy showed up with baby in arm. <laughs> <laughs> Cordy finally has a vision. It's about Fred. What was she thinking? <sighs> Why have they yeah. not found a babysitter yet? Because Cordy's there. Oh, God. What, by default, because she has a uterus, she's going to take care of the kid? She has no, stuff to do. They're the one they're the ones that usually go out. It's going to be her, her, Fred. Because the, three of the, the other three are out usually hunting mm-hmm. demons. Yeah. You know what I was wondering? How are they getting milk for this child? Oh, they're giving him formula. Oh, that's right. As long as they can get it from Lauren, who's hoarding some. It's <laughs> just a sort of weird breast milk demon. <laughs> ew. Ew. Okay, Robin, that's enough. <laughs> Yuck. Um, uh, yeah, so boy, that was uh, some killer Photoshop. Um, I don't remember that really, really long piece on the table when she first got there, when she finished the puzzle. And, uh, you know, takes off her glasses. They start wheeling her out. And then she's like, are we going somewhere to celebrate? (laughs) (laughs) Where's where's my friend with the horns? Have you seen my friend with the horns? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen him in a while. That was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And Lauren is tied up on the ground. As usual. I love that Lauren was like really seasick and he's they're just like on this gigantic barge docked like <laughs> no open water or anything yeah it is pretty funny though and uh angel uh, figures out that he was hoodwinked uh-huh. returns yeah there's this whole scene where like they've got um Jeffrey Dean Morgan holding the door, and he's like, "I don't know. I'm gonna need to get paid for this." And you know, when when I'm 
That's Angel playing hardball. Yeah, yeah. But meanwhile, we all knew he was going to step in and and, and help no matter what. Yeah. yeah. To learn lesson, though. What? Angel had to learn his lesson because Angel thought he was going to get, what, $10,000? Yeah. 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 On top top of the 50 grand. I don't even remember. Winchester was so desperate for his help that he had to, like, lie and pretend he was someone else. I kind of was thinking, like, why wouldn't she just pitch this problem in a straightforward way? Yeah. Well... Because he had asked his boss, and his boss thought he was crazy. Uh-huh. Or maybe he didn't have the money. Or... He didn't. He said he did. Yeah. He had spent all of his money. On the Timex. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a nice Timex. <laughs> You look closer, it's actually Timax. T I M A X. <laughs> Cost him two bucks. Off some guy down at the docks oh who only talked to him in clicks. Too funny. Yeah, the, the clicks I was not at first. Oh, that's a bit racist. Yeah, it's it very was. racist. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. Oh, I, boy. I, I, yeah. I kind of get it. I think my favorite part of this episode isn't actually in this episode. It's, um,. A, uh, it's on the gag reel uh, for season three. There's a section where all of a sudden it, 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 the camera goes to these three guys, uh, three demons, and they suddenly break out into uh, the Macarena in perfect sync with each other. <laughs> That's pretty okay. funny. There is a, I, I, was, I was trying to figure out a way I can show it to you guys without spoiling the season. We'll just have to wait. Yeah, the rest of the season... Uh oh. See it and you'll be like, I remember that. So Angel like, checks his voicemail. Sorry. Rushes over and saves the day after uh, Wesley and Gunn kind of fail at saving the day. And then there's that moment where Fred says she could kiss them. Oh God! I thought it would be great for them to both lean in, and then Fred hops out of the way, and they kiss each other. (laughs) That would have been great. That would have been too slapsticky. Yeah. No, thank you. I mean, it's all so like thrown together at the ending. I mean, it's like Cordy shows up with the baby, realizes she's in deep trouble, duh. And then Wesley and Gunn come in. I think the only innovative thing is that they send a briefcase through the uh, prince's head, which is fun. That was uh-huh. pretty hilarious. Uh-huh. They just murdered that poor guy. Artfully onto the floor. Yeah. And then we get a classic Angel Skylight <laughs> arrival. What if there hadn't like... been a skylight? Our friends would be dead. <laughs> it's a skylight yep. onto this barge. <laughs> Two skylights in this episode. <laughs> True. I guess LA is just a very skylight place. Everybody gets a skylight. <laughs> You get a skylight. You get a skylight. You get a skylight. <laughs> Sorry. I looked to my Oprah for a second. Oh, can I just say this is a, also a very uh, naive uh, web business uh, plot, by the way. 
you expect to publish a website and then expect the phone to immediately start ringing? What's what's their social social media presence? <laughs> well, they had those flyers around website? town. I want I want to find out what that vampire ordered from the pizza place. Oh no, not vampire. What what that guy running? He looked like one of the vampires. The guy running. Yeah. It was too funny because he's running in the rain on, on the spot. <laughs> the way the camera was held, and. As soon as he turns around, he runs into a giant pile of garbage. Yeah. Like, did you see that before he turned around? Yeah. And then you run to a payphone? Oh. Yeah. What I thought was great is Too he found funny. the flyer in the garbage. And then the rest of the episode sucked balls after Aww. that. Ugh. I don't know. I'm not sure it was that bad. It was horrible. I think it's my least favorite. Oh, so, wow. sorry wow. to, sorry to. I'm bringing up the scores. Yeah. <laughs> we have feedback from Thomas. Oh, yes. Greetings, Redemptioners. Oh, I like that. That's nice. What I don't like is my Gmail resetting. Redemptioners. I like that a lot. Like Rocketeers and stuff. I just found Kim's lowest score, but I'll wait for it. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. We're going to tell you later. I'll just give this one a zero then. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to go lower. <laughs> wow. That's funny. What's not funny is me waiting so long to just be able to read an email. It's like I have Claire's Hotmail or something. <laughs> Oh, so I have an iPad 2, and it's just overworked. Here we go. Greetings, Redemptioners. This episode is a lot of fun. Goofy, goofy fun. Here's a few thoughts and nitpicks, because it's, you know, fun. Number one. So the girl Wes and Gunn are helping deliberately poisoned and killed her at-the-time human boyfriend. And our heroes are okay with that, and are going to just let her off without even calling the cops or anything? I find this very odd. I agree with you, Thomas. That really uh-huh. struck me as very strange. Number two, yes, writers, your message that Wes and Gunn are both attracted to Fred has now been sufficiently pounded into my head. I hope your sledgehammer's okay. (laughs) Number three, when viewed in a vacuum, I really love the two Holtz and Justine scenes, but they were really dark and seemed out of place in this otherwise goofy romp of an episode. I'm not quite sure what Holtz was trying to accomplish, though. Is he trying to instill some sort of Stockholm Syndrome-like thing in her? Only without the kidnapping part? Regardless, both actors are amazing and the scenes are tense and creepifying. Good shit. One last thing, unrelated to the episode, FKM. Ha 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 ha. Fuck. Mary kill. Okay. Holtz, Linwood, skip. Kim. Oh boy. Holtz, Linwood, skip. Do you need to be reminded of who Linwood and Skip are? Please. So Linwood you know Morrow. Holtz. Linwood is the new head of Wolfram and Hart. And Skip is everyone's favorite uh, demon. Yes. Can I pass and come back? Can you pass and come back? I don't know who any of them are. I would marry Holtz, because if ever anything happened to me, I know he would avenge me. Um, (laughs) I would would probably fuck Linwood, because I need a sugar daddy. And I would probably kill Skip because I'm convinced that he totally tried to screw over him. Cordelia last <laughs> oh time. Oh my god! So yeah, 
And now I know who you're talking about. Robin? I think I have a nice gift. He seems nice to me. No. I think I've... I think Easy I've, going, laid back. I would kill Holtz just because I just can't deal with that fucking coat he wears. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I guess I have to bone Linwood. I think I'd fuck Holtz. <laughs> I would kill Holtz. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Noble. No, he's the most. He's the most attractive of the three, I think. Oh and I'd, I'd have to, you know, convince myself that, I'd, you know, in order to have a good time, you have to be attracted to your lover. Uh, <laughs> I'd marry. I'd marry. I'd marry Linwood. Same as Lario, he'd be my sugar daddy. Wait. No. Wait. No, Skip I'd marry because he'd be a super best friend and he'd them all together. <laughs> so he'd kill Linwood. Yeah. Let's screw Linwood. Alright. Kim? Um, I think I'd probably do the... Oh, God. Um, Stack same as me, I know. Probably. No, but I think I would kill... I would kill... I would swap um, Holt and Linwood. I would kill Holt. I just don't like him. Mm-hmm. But Kimberly. How serious <laughs> is me? Yes, yes. I would do that. Okay. Well, thank you, Tomas. He continues, anyways. Have a nice episode, uh, guys, and take care. Peace. Did he actually? Did, didn't he say something like what he would do? Uh, he has them in a specific order, but I, I, I <laughs> I'm not sure that that's what he means. But if if that were what he means, he would fuck Holtz, marry Linwood, and kill Skip. Ah, uh, well, which I doubt he would do. I think I'm the only Skip hater. <laughs> but that's because I, I hold fast to my theories. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. Uh, thank you for the feedback, everyone. Yay! Uh, thank you, Tom- Tomas. <laughs> yeah. That episode sucked. No one wanted to say anything. <laughs> well, we know how Kim feels. <laughs> Any other points Unless you want to bring up? They're, they're saving all their comments for later for a better episode. Maybe. Um, not really. I mean, I, I really don't have any trivia for this one except for the whole it's interesting that Buffy and Angel are both worried about money this week Um, Cordy was her outfit in the beginning really aggravated me (laughs) (laughs) her like mothball colored pussy bow blouse and the weird ponytail yeah they're just really marming her up this episode (laughs) Uh, that's funny. Um, I yeah. Again, I like that final shot of Sleepy Angel and Cordy in bed, with Carl yeah. just staring into the camera and sucking on the baba. It was cute. I thought it was cute. Like they're oh. very, very comfortable. I thought they were might be foreshadowing to something. Yeah. Well, you know they've been they've been through a lot together. Yeah, this has been on for a while. This. Whatever this uh-huh. is. Yeah, and I, you know, I like that they're calling out the, fa- you know, hey, remember Cordy's like half demon, 
and she's mm-hmm. you just she's trying to figure out how to do her floaty thing again. Yeah, oh. that was some clever exposition in there to remind everyone what happened previously. Clever. <laughs> That's when I realized, yes, I'm watching the right episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because you know when I hear things like that, um, I, I picture the characters being like, "Yeah, Kim and Elyria, remember, remember like last year? <laughs> I, 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 I was worried I had a tail." Uh, <laughs> God, yeah. Do you guys have any predictions on the whole um, Fred Gunn Wesley? I don't situation. want to. It's going to suck. Who will she pick? Well, I mean, Fred and Wesley, it's kind of too obvious. Stuff, you've seen this before. You're not allowed to. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, let me just pretend I have not seen this show. <laughs> look, okay, look, it's obvious. I mean, they're too much alike. You know, that would be too, too much if two characters that were brainy got together like that would be the same science journals yeah that would be the obvious thing so they you know action is clearly gun i don't know i think this whole (laughs) i think this whole idea sucks i don't think that she's gonna pick either one of them well she picks skip (laughs) maybe she picks lauren who knows I I don't know. I think that they, we might be introduced to another a girl for a couple of episodes, and then maybe Gunn or Wesley is is you know temporary infatuated with this person, and then then Fred's like, "Oh, but I thought you liked me," and then it's just going to cause more sh- chaos. Everything that you're saying nonsense. is giving me pain. I hate all of this so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I hate this because I can see it happening. I'm like, oh, please, no, please do not have yeah, this. Yeah, you happen. know, you'll be in trouble when a random one off black female character comes on the show. <laughs> right? And then. <laughs> Hi, my name is right? Tokina. And then the the other... <laughs> Tokina. Tokina. And then the other guy who's not infatuated with a girl is going to be jealous because they're going to be like, Oh well, I clearly you like him more than me, and it's just gonna cause everyone to hate each other again. I'm just like I hate this. I really do. Like seriously, can't guys and girls hang out and just be friends? Well, see, yeah. What I usually hate is why does there have to be a a, a love issue? Why why can't a male and female be in the same room together and you know? But she I is understand. so darn adorable. Somebody, of course, they like her. She's so yeah. cute. I, I don't mind if it's there is a love interest, but when it's becoming like a love triangle where we have to like put people friends against each other, it's just like no, Fred, please. You must choose. <laughs> please no, please no. Yeah. On a fresh new angel on the. <laughs> Three hearts are in the mix. Yeah. One will be broken for good. Like, they're, both their lives are in danger, and like she has Wesley to pick so one of them much, to save. Because Wesley's so much older than them, too, right? 
It just yeah. feels weird. I don't know if they play he's, that off, though. It's because he wears glasses. He's not older. No, he is older than them. Like, a good, what, 10 yeah, he was a years older than uh, I wouldn't say that. Or, no, he was the librarian. I thought he was... Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was a good decade, half a day, you know, fifteen years older than that. Well, I really did. He was, but yeah. but now Cordelia kind of aged her up. Yeah, because yeah. she's really but, closer in age to Fred, right? Or she she seems older. She might than really Fred. actually be younger because Fred is like has degrees, yeah, and stuff, and and mm-hmm. you know, really Cordelia hasn't been out of high school very long. It's just. Yeah, because when when they were hinting at Wesley and Cordelia in the Buffy days, I was like, she was what eighteen, and he was I what thirty five. So. No, he wasn't thirty five. <laughs> no, there's no way he was thirty five. Anyway, I think we're being bogged down in the minutia. Any other points, or do we want to yeah. keep debating how old is Wesley? It's time to rate, then. I need you to put the nerd song provider at the end of this episode. We'll I'm a provider, baby! We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> I was true to my word. I put I put Werewolf Bar Mitzvah at the end of the last one. Can you put in Sledgehammer? By <laughs> Peter Gabriel? Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, hey, Bianca, what did you think of this episode? What's your rating? I think I will go with a four and a half out of ten ominous MS paint jobs. Holy crap. Four and a half. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's kind of all over the place and it doesn't really advance much going on overall. Yeah. Like, we know Angela's worried about being a father. We know that the team feels, like, ill-equipped to handle, like, taking care of this child. And we already kind of knew that the guys had crushes on Fred. So what actually happened here? Like, Lauren got drunk. What happened in this episode? So. Yeah. Or I don't know. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I did not enjoy this episode. It was just sort of, I, because, you know, during this podcast as well, we haven't recorded in a while. And I was kind of excited. I'm like, oh, great, great. I get to watch uh, Angels today. I haven't seen it in a while. I want to catch up with my buddies. And, and I was just like, really? This is what you guys give me? I hated this episode. <laughs> it was, it was all over the place. I did not care for the, um, the zombie part. It was, so stupid and um the puzzle got me angry because i'm like people can't put shapes (laughs) together and then um i did enjoy the the last scene i really did i thought it was super cute jeffrey dean morgan hello that gives it two points all on its own and i don't know i was gonna give this like three out of ten you say you said timaxes yeah (laughs) timax yeah I just I I didn't care for it. It was okay, but interesting. It was okay. This, this like, ties. I, mean, I would the, never want to watch this episode again. This ties with the other zombie episode from last season, the Thin Deadline. Uh, you gave that the same score. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you've given worse scores. Um, you gave a two to I Fall to Pieces. <laughs> but the worst one that you, uh, I said, you wouldn't be able to go lower unless you kept going. Uh, you gave a negative two to uh, the ma- Marvelous Biling episode. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Otherwise known as Stranger and Angel Season 1. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah, I forgot about Biling. Mm-hmm. I thought if you took everything out of this episode except Holtz and uh, what's her name, it would be Justine. Justine. It'd be pretty awesome. Uh, this episode had a lot of bullshit in it. It also had a couple of funny moments, though. But it had a lot of the love triangle bullshit. It had a mm-hmm. lot of the lost in translation bullshit. It had a lot of Angel mm-hmm. being misguided and getting greedy, which I think just is. I, I it goes out of his character. It goes against his character. It, it I don't buy it at all. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give this episode a five out of ten ambiguously gay plans. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? Sure. Sure. Uh, I think this episode's funny. Um. But it, I mean, the three different storylines are so, it's so weird. So I'm going to take two points away for that. And I don't know. I don't, it doesn't deserve an eight, but maybe a seven. I give it seven out of 10. Ridiculously easy puzzles. <laughs> to, to complete, in, even though you have to have a, PhD in math to do it. Mm-hmm. I think the toddler could have yeah. put that together within with enough time. Uh, for me, uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy this episode. Hmm. And I was just thinking about other episodes I haven't enjoyed. And I have the benefit to have this whole spreadsheet in front of me. Um, but uh, like the one that most recently annoyed the shit out of me was that old gang of mine. Um, but I gave that a 6.5 and I wonder if that's just because of, you know, the angel gun stuff, you know, just the, playing the different dynamics between the characters. This had nothing. They split the characters up. They, they put them on stupid, they made them act stupid. They put them on stupid jobs and they made them all obsessed with money. And it's like, yeah, exactly what Bianca said. What is this episode even supposed to like, what, where are we at at the end of this episode? Uh, I guess back to figuring out the priority is helping the helpless, I guess. I don't know. Um, the baby's cute. That's where we're at. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say a, uh, four out of ten uh, Macarena cluckers. <laughs> Very nice. Very Gives nice. Can you, 4.7. We can't see that yet, or can we see it now? The, the the deleted or the the blooper part. Oh no, because it's a it's a season three blooper reel. It's oh, like okay. Entire, you'll just get spoiled on things. Okay. Well, that's what we thought. You can always let us know what you think by sending us an email at redemptioncast at gmail dot com. Can you say that again, Cylon Kim? Sorry, redemption cast. <laughs> Let's try English. Redemptioncast at gmail.com. Awesome. You can follow us on the Twitter at redemptioncast. 
and you can go to redemptioncast.blogspot.com and you can join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash potential cast. Keep it spoiler free or else. I think it's quote time. Hey, <laughs> guest, do you have a quote? I have a few. Oh. But I will go with um, nice decor. Very Jules Verne meets Leanna Helmsley. Kim? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still tied up down here. Come on, my hands are turning pink. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, where's mine? Uh, the internet article I'm currently writing posits a formula for the genome mapping of creatures who don't have genes. It's an exciting arena. One I'm sure we can all download at I'll Never Know the Love of a Woman dot com. Lauren, do you context and find out where Holtz is up? He's out there somewhere. Can never forget that. Finding him is our number one priority. I thought you did. Finding Holtz making honey murders is walks behind him and clears her throats. Helping the helpless. Finding Holtz and making money are our three number one priorities. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> You cut out that entire quote. Yeah, can you do it again, Steph? (laughs) Okay. Lauren, I need to use your contacts to find out what Holtz is up to. He's out there somewhere. We can never forget that. Finding him is our number one priority. I thought you said that. Finding Holtz and making money are our two number one priorities. Cordy walks behind him and clears her throat. Helping the helpless, finding Holtz and making money are our three number one priorities. Very nice. (laughs) Robin? Uh, I guess I'll just see that. Uh, this is about the baby formula I snagged from the fridge last night. Sorry. I was feeling a little peckish, and it was <laughs> that or a glass of pig's blood. And by the way, baby formula in Kahlua, not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, must be. Yuck. I also had dibs on the coat. That's a great <laughs> quote. Another <laughs> vampire. Nice. Yeah, I don't have any more, except for the obvious. Wet, adorable, so sweet. I meant the baby. I meant the hot mama. (laughs) (laughs) So uncomfortable. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Well, if there are no more quotes, uh, hey, Steph, what's on the, or Robin, what's on the slate for next time? We have 54 episodes left. Oh, my God. Fuck me. Really? Yep. The next episode is called Waiting in the Wings. Ooh. I can't wait. I've been wanting to watch, to rewatch that episode for a while now. It really sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> it's going to be like when I was like, oh, watching it and being like, yeah, I remember how awful this was. <laughs> see, Alirio, aren't you glad you can't see my face right now? Yeah. <laughs> for spoiler reasons. Yep. Hey, Bianca, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. I'm so excited to have been here. Yay. I feel like I've known all you guys for so long. There you have. That's the way it works with You have with no podcasts. idea who I am. Yeah. It's so funny, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's so funny. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I don't. All right. I don't. Although I would, I've been, I'm on my month-long 
summer break from grad school and I'm like mainlining TV shows and I feel like there aren't enough intro casts out there mm-hmm. for me to find. I would love some more of them. What shows so. are you watching? Uh, I just finished Penny Dreadful, okay. which was interesting. Um, I started watching Fringe, but then it's got less enjoyable, so it I gets stopped better. that. And okay, go on. It gets better, then it gets worse. Yeah. It gets better, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, so now I, I, I just feel like I'm looking for something new to watch, and I would love to, like chat over it with a bunch of people and there's no venue for me to do that as of right now. Nope. There's this great show Go called ahead. Lost. Do you want to watch that? <laughs> Dawson's yeah, Creek. Dawson's I've Creek. Never seen, actually. All I know is that Nikki and Paolo are evil and they come out of nowhere. <laughs> well, they're like gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there's, one, there's one podcast I recently discovered. It's called The Greatest Generation. Oh. I don't know if you're familiar with it, Robin. No. Oh. It's a Star Trek The Next it Generation podcast. Oh. <laughs> and they're funny because they've both watched the show, but they're just, they're surprised every once in a while how awful or how awesome episodes are. <laughs> and, what, and what they do is each season, they're on season three right now, each season, each, each of the two hosts has one veto. So they can decide in the in the week previous to veto the following episode and skip it. And what happened this season was uh, one of the hosts was really excited for next week's show. And the other host was like, I'm going to veto it. And he's like, what? Are, what? are you kidding? What? What are you kidding? And the thing is, if one host vetoes, the other host can waste his veto by vetoing the veto. That's so that's what he oh did. So that's what he did. So they so they watched him talk about the episode, but now there are no more videos for the rest of that season. It's really funny. Uh, they they open Star Trek Next Generation trading cards during the show as well. Oh my gosh. It's pretty funny. And they are really, really funny. And some of their bumpers are just worth the listen. So Greatest Generation is a podcast I recommend highly. See, I listen to Mission Log podcasts. What? Watching Star Trek Next Generation, and they're on season five. So, Greatest Generation could just catch up. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, just, I really love the the trend that you you've all started yeah. of um, intercast and just yeah. like being able to watch along with a bunch of people. Yes, yeah. I'm telling you, uh, we don't want to wait. The podcast about Dawson's Creek has gone through five seasons of Dawson's Creek in about uh, what five months. So I'm, wow. I don't know if you guys want to start doing four, four episodes a week. I'm up for it. Wow, <laughs> those guys sound like assholes. <laughs> we are not concerned uh, of people keeping up with us. We don't want to wait. <laughs> you don't want to wait. Yeah, great, 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 great title. It's good. All right, everyone. Well, listen. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. We at one point had we had three viewers. We're down to one. Whoever you are, <laughs> we love you. Whoever left your computer on. Who, whoever you left your computer on while you went to go, like, let the cat in. Wake we up. love you. Yeah, wake up. We're going to be <laughs> like Netflix. Are you still there? <laughs> uh, well, listen, thank you so much, everyone. And until next time, bye. I'm going to see y'all. Bye. bye.
Do you have a pet peacock? (laughs) I don't. Then you're not really from Brooklyn, are you? (laughs) Have you seen Hamilton? I haven't, actually. (laughs) I've managed to not see any of that. Because I don't have like $700 at my disposal for one night. crazy? (laughs) That's absolutely nuts. Yeah. But what about entering the lottery? You should enter the lottery like every chance. But you have to yeah, stay a, there all day though, right? I think so. There's a student lottery too where it's like if you – yeah, I think you have to like wait on the sidewalk for like eight <laughs> hours to get a chance to get a ticket to maybe enter a lottery. So. Is it like voting? Is it just like voting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done it. in America, no tricks at the wheel. No one needs anyone, they don't even just pretend. Germans in America, I'm afraid of America, I'm afraid of the world. I can't help it I'm afraid I can't 
Oh, 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 